Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohe Vaswani of Omnis Investments and as usual, we're here to give you an overview of markets last week. We start with the US, where stock markets ended the week lower, with the S&P 500 down 1.2%. This despite it being a short week in markets, as markets were closed on Tuesday for Independence Day. As a result, it was a broadly quiet week for corporate results. But the main factor weighing on investor sentiment during the week was the release of the minutes from the last time the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, met and decided not to raise interest rates. However, continued suggestions that further interest rate hikes were on the table and that interest rates would stay higher for longer dampened investors' mood this week. However, there are now signs that the labour market is beginning to show some cracks in the wake of more challenging business conditions. This was particularly true in the manufacturing sector. We move to Japan next, where markets also struggled, with the Nikkei 225 down almost 2.5%. Markets moved away from their recent multi-decade highs as investors locked in profits. Furthermore, sentiment was dampened by the increased anticipation of further interest rate rises in the US. The continued commitment by the Bank of Japan to very low interest rates helped cushion some of the blow during the week as did a weaker yen, which helps Japan's export-oriented businesses. We move to China next, where the CSI 300 lost 0.4%. The latest economic data raised even further concerns about the country's post-pandemic recovery, and both the services and manufacturing sectors continue to see weaker activity data than expected. In fact, Premier Li Qiang, the country's second-highest-ranking official, pledged to spare no time in implementing a batch of targeted policies to strengthen China's post-pandemic recovery. Li stated that China is at a critical stage of economic recovery and industrial upgrading, and that comprehensive, well-coordinated measures are necessary to stabilise growth and employment. Moving closer to home, let's talk about Europe, where stocks fell on fears that central banks will need to continue raising interest rates, and signs of China's lacklustre economic activity. The Eurostox 50 index fell 3.7%. The German economy continues to show signs of weakness with industrial production, factory orders and exports all pointing to economic weakness in the period between April to June this year. On the flip side, price pressures appear to be easing, though retail sales fell for the eighth consecutive month. Nonetheless, the European Central Bank continues to highlight the need for interest rates to continue to rise further to tackle high inflation. And finally, we come to the UK, where the FTSE 100 fell sharply, similarly to its European counterparts, declining 3.65% during the week. News this week hit that UK house prices fell sharply by 2.6% year-on-year as mortgage rates rise rapidly. This marks the largest decline in house prices since 2011. Mortgage rates have been rising rapidly, with the average five-year fixed mortgage topping 6%, and investors are expecting interest rates to rise further as inflation remains stubbornly high. On inflation, some supermarket chains have shared that there are signs that food inflation may be slowing, 
But on the flip side, some businesses expect inflation to remain high for the remainder of the year in response to workers' demands for higher wages. So to wrap it up, overall, it was a relatively quiet week in terms of economic data. However, signs that interest rates still have some room to rise from here weighed heavily on global markets. That's it from us today. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and we hope you have a good week. We'll be back next Monday with this week's market update. Till then. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.